Welcome to the Venley Expert Talks, where we aim to inspire Web3 builders with great stories from great minds. I'm your host, Alexandra Ahrens, and I'd like to remind you that you can always reach out to us on Twitter, Discord, or LinkedIn with ideas for the podcast and questions for our guests. Welcome to episode 34 of the Venley Expert Talks. Today I'm joined by John Kraske, co-founder of Good Morning Web3 Live, Director of Strategic Partnerships at Landvault, LinkedIn Top Voice, and host of NFT Heat Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about building communities that make Web3 projects succeed. So welcome, John. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. My apologize. Apologies for having to switch this uh, podcast uh, interview a few times. Just it's crazy as always. Yeah, well, with that many job titles, I do. Yeah, I only have four job titles. Uh, people don't even realize LinkedIn is actually a full time job in itself. At least based on my engagement on the platform. So uh, it's, uh, but I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Honestly, I would say ninety five percent of my opportunities come from my LinkedIn. Uh, posting. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, You've yeah, it's amazing. There, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. We can we, we can dive a little more into it, but uh, I'm 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 the biggest advocate in the world for LinkedIn and Web three. Yeah, we're definitely going to get into that. And if you could, before we really dive in there, yeah. tell me a little bit more about your background in life in crypto and how you got to where you are. I mean, my background. I, you mean the whole year and a half I've been in the space? Yeah, it's uh. <laughs> It's been a very long, long uh, journey in Web3. Not not at all, actually. It's, uh, my career actually started in the worlds of accounting and finance. So I worked uh, for KPMG, Price Waterhouse, JP Morgan uh, for the first part of my career. Then I went to the University of Southern California and got my MBA in entertainment. I worked for Disney for a while, worked for a Spanish communications company. Then I worked for a TV producer, uh, Aaron Kaplan, who's uh, really... Uh, really prolific here in Hollywood. I think he's got like 10 or 15 shows on air, maybe even more. But uh, the plan was actually to work for him. It just didn't work out. So then I kind of took this crazy detour and became an executive in luxury interior design for almost a decade. I worked for a very famous designer, Michael Smith, worked on the White House for the Obamas. We had clients like Cindy Crawford, George Clooney, Harrison Ford, George Lucas, Steven Spielberg. It, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was cool. It was, it was a cool, uh, it was a cool time in my career. But I never was really fully happy in that space, and I, I was doing more like finance operations, uh, general management type stuff, and that's just never really what I ultimately wanted to be doing in my career. I would, I would just say the first. I just described a bunch of stuff I did for the first uh, twenty years of my career, but I was never happy. I never really aligned my personal superpowers with my career. So I've, but I've always been fighting, trying to figure that out. And the pandemic happened, the world slowed down. I thought it was just a really good opportunity to really kind of reflect on what I'd been doing and where I wanted to go. So I went on LinkedIn, obviously, applied to a bunch of different jobs, had a bunch of different interviews, got rejected by basically every company I interviewed before. I was, I was, you know, trying to get jobs at places like Amazon, Facebook, Google, you name it. it just it never, it never lined up. So, so one day I just got an email from this company, NFT Genius. It was a, a Mark Cuban venture-backed NFT company. Honestly, had no idea what an NFT was, didn't know anything about crypto, blockchain, Web3. 
But once I started to research a little more about the the power of NFTs and how they could really help brands and creators better monetize their work, I got really excited because that did speak to me um, on a, not only a very human label uh, level, but a creative level because I, I got my MBA in entertainment at USC. So I was always interested in helping uh, creators and brands um, better kind of monetize their their asset. So I, I, it kind of lined up with what I ultimately wanted to do when I got my MBA like 15 years prior. So uh, yeah, I interviewed with the CEO and the CEO was the super, super easy interviews, like half hour each. I actually didn't get the job that I interviewed for. They said I was overqualified, but they liked me so much. They said, hey, we're just going to hire you and find a spot for you. So over those, that, those first six months, I had a bunch of different titles, special projects manager, I think they made me a product manager at one point, which made no sense. I didn't even know what a product manager was. I was doing some <laughs> finance stuff, some operation stuff, business development stuff. And then I, I just I just started to like kind of like on the side outside of my core responsibilities, started to kind of create what I wanted to do in the space. So that was posting on LinkedIn and really building community. It was it was doing my own podcast where I was interviewing top thought leaders. It was you know, just really being kind of like top of funnel, developing like really high level partnerships and conversations. And yeah, that's sort of morphed into my job now. So I basically created sort of my own dream job in the in the framework of Web3. I think you can do that still because it's such a new nascent space. And, you know, I, I got in the right time in the space, the right company, and I'm forever thankful. And I've since uh, left uh, NFT Genius and now I do similar, basically a similar job now at Land Vault. We're the world's largest metaverse builder. We have 120 builders. We've done 190 builds, which constitutes about 10% of what has been built in the metaverse. So super thankful. Uh, yeah, you know, during that time too, I co-founded something called NFT Thought Leaders. That's what it was originally called. Now it's called Good Morning Web3 Live because we wanted to be more inclusive of everything that's happening in the Web3 space. Uh, we host events all over the world where we're really focused on educating people and uh, building community the right way. So we've done breakfasts uh, in New York, Miami, Los Angeles, Amsterdam, London. We're going to be doing a massive conference in Dubai in October. We're going to do something in Tel Aviv uh, around that same time. And then uh, we have something going on for Fashion Week in New York in September. And we're going to do something for our Basel in December. So lots of exciting <laughs> things. And there's a bunch of different partnerships we're working on. So yeah, it's kind of a two-pronged approach with uh, Good Morning Web3 Live. It's uh, the events and then it's education. And we really... Um, yeah, it's just we're just really excited about uh, the community that's being formed in the Web three space. It's, we're still super early, but we want to be that on ramp for people from Web two into Web three. So education is super important. That's the, the the key thing that needs to happen right now is education. So, uh, you know, obviously, we've probably all been to our fair share of these NFT Web three conferences if you're in the space. But that that's just they're they're too um, they're just they're just too focused on you know um, a lot of jargon and terminology and things that uh, aren't helpful to bringing everybody into the conversation. So that's what we're focused on, um, really including everybody in, uh, in our events and making sure that, uh, yeah, we build community the right way. So yeah, that's, uh, yeah. And then the NFT podcast, we, we've done about 80 episodes. We interview top five leaders in the space. We're also um, on Alter TV now. Um, so it's like a watch them earn model. And we're, uh, I, I was kind of shocked. I had a call this week and they said, we're getting over 150,000 views per episode on alter TV, which is insane. So, uh, and that's really with no promotion. It's just literally been me and Justin kind of, uh, 
you know, bootstrapping it. So we're, we're going to be bringing on some sponsors here in the next few months, and we really hope to grow it and really take it up uh, a level. So, yeah, fun, fun, fun stuff. But, yeah, that's uh, – yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I have time to do anything else, to be honest with you. I sleep also, so that's something I enjoy doing, sleeping, so. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm definitely sure that's top <laughs> yeah. of your priority list when you get a chance. Yeah. Even when I need a chance. So yeah, it's one of my favorite things to do. So uh yeah. So but yeah, that's 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 it. But I'm yeah, like I tell you, I'm working seven days a week, uh fifteen, sixteen hours a day, but I'm I've never been happier and uh I, I know that uh, we're building something really amazing at Land Vault and with Good Morning Web3 Live and the podcast and even on LinkedIn. So yeah, just, uh, that, those, those are sort of, that's sort of my flywheel of, uh, web three success of those four uh, pillars. Awesome. Yeah. Well then you definitely sound like the guy to talk to about community in the web three space. <laughs> yeah. So let's dive on in. Okay. Let's dive in. Let's do it. <laughs> so you wanted to talk about community and I want to know why you think community is so important, especially in web three but maybe even outside of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's important because, I mean, the whole basis of Web3 is really to help everyone better monetize their work, whether that's you're an artist, whether you're a musician, whether you're a lawyer, whatever it is, right? It's, 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 tr it's trying to democratize, you know, everybody's work in this new creator economy. So... I think it's I think it's super important to bring all these people together and start to educate them, right? I mean, the only way the only way we're going to all benefit from this is through education and community is that that the, the way we look at it is, you know, building community is the best way to help educate, you know, everybody that's looking to get into the space. So we want to be very inclusive. We want to be bringing people from different facets of the of the, the spectrum together so whether that's you're a creator whether that's your you're a web 2 brand a web 3 brand whether you're an investor whether you're an entrepreneur we want to bring everybody together at the table so that we can start to, to figure out like what 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 are you doing in the space or what what you want to do in the space so yeah that's that's sort of the the basis of uh, of what we've created with Good Morning Web Three Live. So um, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, I, the the most valuable asset you're going to ever have with whatever you're doing is great people. So the technology is going to continue to shift and pivot, but great people—that's the most important part, and that's why building community is so important. Because I've I've even seen in my journey in a year and a half, I've a lot of the people that I, I initially thought I wanted to align with. Uh, I don't really talk to you anymore because you just, I mean, just differing morals, ethics, values, or, you know, commitment to, to really working hard and doing things the right way. So yeah, I mean, community is really, really important. It's, you know, at the end of the day, we're humans, we're social beings and community is so important. So, uh, and what we're going to be building in web three is going to be a new forms of community. I think you're going to see new social networks that form that, are going to be a lot more specific to your daily interest and what you love to do. You know, right now, obviously, the ways we engage is the Instagrams, the TikToks, uh, the LinkedIn's, and those are more general nature. And then you have to kind of drill down and find those those things and personalities you like. So I think, you know, in the future, Web3 will be creating very specific, you know, communities, whether that, you know, people like me that like to wake up at 4am and go to the gym and then, uh, 
you know, work uh, for 16 hours a day and then go to bed at 8 p.m. I don't know. There'll probably be a social network for people like me where we can all engage, right? So I think that's the exciting part. And, you know, that's, uh, that's I think, uh, what I'm most excited about is the sort of that, that, that human social engagement element that Web3 is going to really start to 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 build for different brands and artists and whatever that is. So I think, uh, you know, like, for instance, you know, you have your favorite TV show. I mean, how, how you know, what, the kind of engagement you have right now is probably fairly limited. But I think with NFTs, Web3, you're going to really be able to start to hang out with those people that love that show and talk with them. And maybe you, you know, let level up the experience of engaging with that that content in a more meaningful manner. And yeah, that'll that'll just apply to just basically anything, whether it's a brand, whether it's uh, an individual IP, whether it's an individual person, whether it's you know your CrossFit gym down the street, whatever it is. So yeah, it's a uh, it's 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 exciting. It's exciting time. So uh, I, I I just hope to be one of those voices that helps build community. That's that's what I'm doing. I'm I just try to live and breathe that every day on my LinkedIn on. Uh, you know, on my podcast, uh, or coming on a podcast like this, that's uh, speaking on panels, I'm gonna speak on a panel today. So yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Just, uh, it's, it's an amazing opportunity. So that's why I'm working as hard as I am, because I realize this is probably never going to happen again in my life uh, time. So I want to take advantage of it, because I missed out on the web two boat. And I'm not going <laughs> to miss out on the web three boat. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So when you think about building a community, what are some of the steps involved with that currently? And how do you see that changing and developing as we move forward? Um, I mean, the steps to building community for me, I, I, I LinkedIn, obviously, I, I, I really leverage that platform and really, you know, try to, br- you know, I, I when I post, I, I respond to all my comments. I really, at least for the first day, I really, I, vil- I really value people that are interacting with uh, my content and are really interested in learning more about Web3. So I think step one is just, you know, really, really being responsive to, to other people in the community. It's not, I don't just don't do a post and don't, don't make any comments. A lot of people do that, but I, I really want to like hear other people's comments and feedback and let everybody know that their voice is being heard. So I think it's really being actively involved uh, with, with your community. I think that's, it's really important. And, you know, obviously, having you know constantly you know creating content and messaging for your community i think it's important so i i I'm, i post twice a day at least on linkedin so i think i think that's step one is really being actively involved in do, doing doing what you say really in terms of, you know a lot of people just say say hey this is what you're like the, you i'm all about community or whatever but they never really do it so i mean i i try to live and breathe that every day um, and then, you know, uh, and the, the number two is really leveling up that experience and creating these in real life events where we can meet up and interact with one another. Cause you know, m- during the pandemic, most of us were interacting, uh, you know, virtually. So I, I think there's a huge appetite now for meeting people in real life. So I, I, we, we saw that window with good morning web three live. So creating these events, uh, we try to make the majority, uh, all our events so far have been free. So that's the thing. We're making them accessible. No barriers to entry. Uh, you know, anybody that wants to come is welcome. Uh, you know, we want everybody to feel like, you know, hey, like the, the, the Web3, we talk about how everybody is going to democratize, you know, the creator economy and 
level the playing field. Well, if you're really trying to do that, then you need me to make sure everybody's included. I just still see a lot of these Web3 conferences or tech meetups where they're very exclusive. You know, you have to, you know, did you get invited by so, the so-and-so or whatnot? And I, I don't think that's, that's uh, really in line with what the true vision of Web3 is. So, um, yeah, so that that's what we try to do. And then, you know, the, the third thing I think is just educational content. So it's something we're, we're working on right now. We're partnering up with uh, a, a bunch of different people to start providing educational content and panels and uh, virtual content as well, um, and just uh, and master classes and things like that, so that people that can get up to speed as quickly as possible or just refine their knowledge in the space. And uh, I think that's super important. So, yeah, that's uh, that, that's what we're we're really trying to do, and we believe that's how you build a strong community. Yeah. Wonderful. Definitely some action points in there. So that's good. Yeah. So we're starting to see a shift in communities where more and more projects create closed communities. Yeah. Where you need to own a specific NFT or, or something to gain access. Yeah. Um, what is your opinion on this sort of model? And do you think it's the way of the future? Yeah, I think that's okay. I mean, I don't, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing i think that's like i told you like before i think that's that's where we're going to be going where you have like your your tribe of like-minded like-spirited people interacting with your brand or your project so i think that's exciting actually i think it's it's a good model i think you want that closed right it's um i think you, you don't you want you want the people that are really passionate about that that brand that project that ip to be engaging so i think that's okay i think that's the whole idea um I think it'll be, yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. I think obviously once the you know Starbucks is getting into the game and some of these bigger brands, I mean they're probably just going to make the NFTs basically free, and then maybe there's a way like they'll level it up that experience. Maybe you'll have like they'll offer access to more expensive NFTs. Uh, but I think the initial entry point will be just uh, a free NFT. But yeah, um, but then you have to pay up for that. So I mean, even us at Good Morning Web Three Live, we're even thinking about potentially doing a. Uh, like an OG NFT, um, which will like level up experience where you could get access to maybe some private VIP dinners we're going to do, some merchandise, maybe, um, maybe you know, getting, um, you know, like on our podcast, some, some, you know, just some, some added levels of, of value um, and benefits. So, yeah, it's, I, and, you know, that'll be closed because like, there'll be a price associated with it. But but we're still going to make the base level experience completely free. So it's still inclusive. So it's more for those like super fans that really want to level up the, uh, the, the engagement and experience with our brand. And I think a lot of brands are going to start to do that as well. So yeah, it's all, it's all positive stuff. I think you just have to have the balance between providing certain uh, experiences or services or whatnot or goods uh, for the, 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 the mass uh, population, but then also, perhaps more bespoke experiences for your your super fans. And at the end of the day, you know, hey, you know, there's nothing wrong. I mean, hey, like, we're, like, like tr trust me, we're all working hard. And like, you do have to like, eventually at some point, make money on working, you know, like a dog. So <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great point. Thanks for looping that back in because I <laughs> wanted to press you about the inclusivity portion versus uh gated communities but yeah but levels make sense <laughs> levels levels and i mean who knows maybe i assume like the board apes the crypto punks at some point 
will maybe provide some type of, uh, you know, more inclusive type of access to what they're doing. I mean, right now, I guess they're probably pretty exclusive, but, you know, they're well capitalized. They have VCs that are probably continually pressing them for, you know, for for earnings and, uh, you know, I, I think that there eventually there'll, there'll be some pressures and, and then maybe they'll get gobbled up like a bigger company that will just make it more exclusive or, or uh, you know, you know, you know, accessible to everybody. I don't know. So like, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, it's OK. We're still we're still super early, but I think there's a way to balance both. Yeah. OK. So when we talk about barriers to Web3 entry. Yeah. From the examples you've given, it seems like the one that you're focusing on is maybe the price barrier of like attending events and having free options. Yeah. But do you see that as the main barrier or are there others that you're trying to solve? I mean, there's so many barriers right now. Uh, I mean, just the whole consumer user experience is completely, yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty painful. Uh, it's not frictionless at all. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of work to be done, but I think that goes back to just building great products that with easy on ramps that'll bring people in the space. And we're not even close, I think. So, I mean, even, even, even what we're doing at Landval in terms of building out metaverse experiences, I don't, I mean, you can't even host a conference or a concert with more than like maybe even a hundred people. Maybe it's even less than that. I mean, it's really, the technology is not even there to do all the things that we're envisioning these technologies can do. So there's, there's still a lot to be built, a lot of infrastructure tools, uh, on ramps, all the, all those things are, they're happening. Uh, I think it'll happen at a, a more accelerated pace than the other, uh, web one and web two cycles, but I, I don't know exactly when it's gonna happen, but I, I know that uh, there's a lot of smart minds now working on really, really frictionless solutions. And the one thing I will say that I've noticed is the need for great product managers in the space. It's, it's a massive gap. A lot of these companies are hiring project managers, which is not what we need. We need product managers to really build great products and find things that have product market fit and solve major, major pain points for, for customers and, and just solve major problems in the world in general. So, uh, yeah, the, the, the first phase of the whole like NFT cycle was just literally a bunch of cartoon projects, to be honest with you. And may, and maybe I bash on it too much, but that's really what it was. It was just a bunch of cartoons with yeah, like I'm... no utility with, with fake roadmaps. <laughs> like we're just like, I never even heard of a roadmap before until I got a space. I was like, what is that? And I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, we're going to, like, offer you all this stuff that's never going to really happen. I was just like, wow, that's part of the product offering. And people would be paying thousands, tens of thousands of dollars, maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars for these little cartoons that apparently offered this utility. But uh, as we're seeing now, most of those projects will not deliver that. And and customers are now sitting with a, just a bunch of uh, really bad art with uh, no utility, really probably no future value. And who knows? Maybe uh, I mean I've talked to some people that are trying to come up with some interesting solutions to gamify the NFTs to perhaps create some additional utility, but I don't think that's even going to be an, enough to even capture the the like the, the the value of what people maybe initially paid for those NFTs. So yeah, entirely possible. So with that, that kind of leads us into the current market. Um, how do you feel the current market sentiment? 
or any fluctuations affects community and how do you handle that? Um, current market conditions. Well, I, I think it's good because what it does is kind of weeds out the people that weren't in this space for the right reasons. So the people that were in for quick cash grab or scammers or whatever, the, the bad actors have sort of gotten washed out of the space. And then you, you start to find the real builders, people with the, you know, morals, integrity, ethics that uh, really, really just double down on what they originally envisioned. So yeah, I, I've, I've loved it. It's, uh, it's a good thing. It cleans out just a lot of, uh, of bad stuff. And I'm I'm loving it. Like I'm, you're really you're finding those great people in there, or they're they're not even concerned. To be honest with you, the people that really are here to build, they never even talk about it. To be honest with you, because they're too focused on building. They're they're building products. They don't really care about uh, sentiment, hype, what people are saying. They they are they're just building. They they have a very clear vision roadmap of where they want to go with their company and the products they're building. So, and that's the way we're at. Uh, you know the the way we're you know thinking at Land Vault and uh, Good Morning Web Three Live. So it's yeah, we're just uh, focused on uh, the the road ahead and uh, just uh, late late tunnel vision, laser focus. <laughs> yeah. So I also want to touch on some of the kind of more nitty gritty parts of community building. So when it comes to that, how do you measure success? What kind of metrics do you look for? And how do you tackle the number side? Um, I mean, I, yeah, the metrics. So on LinkedIn, I mean, I, I measure it just based on how many people I help. I, I, I really, I look at myself on LinkedIn, maybe even just in general and Web3, just how many people I connect, great people I connect to other great people. So I don't, I don't like keep like a spreadsheet of that, but I just always make it a point every day to be connecting to other great people to other great people. I think that's the, where I add a ton of value. I just know so many people and um, I just do it just to do it. I don't, I'm not, there's, I don't even care if it's anything in it for me. I'm just trying to help people continue to push forward in the space. So that's, that's, that's my, that's my number one metric for success. That's why we host the events because honestly, we're really focused on just bringing great people in the room. I feel like anybody that goes to one of our good morning web three live events leaves with three to five personal professional relationships that, dramatically change their their life so uh yeah you should definitely try to attend one of those events um and then you know the podcast nft podcast the, why, the reason why i do that is uh we're just trying to educate people so that's um that's kind of how uh i evaluate success so uh yeah at the end of the day it's just uh about how many people i can help and impact and um i'm doing it at a very like high level uh obviously but um yeah, I'm I'm one person, and I hope to inspire other people in the space to do it as well. So that's uh, mm -hmm. that's all I can do. Um, you know, I, I I don't know. I yeah, I I, re I leave every day like completely exhausted with no energy left. So that's that's uh, I guess that's my metric. That's my metric for success uh, for building community. I guess in a day is is am I completely exhausted by the time I go to bed? And if the, the answer is yes, then I've done my job. <laughs> okay, I'm not sure everyone will want to use that metric, yeah. but um, it's good to okay. know. It's good to have it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right now, but the real metric is how many people I can help and uh, connect with one another. So that's uh, that's it. Uh, I think that 
I think sometimes we get caught like it's a it's Web three and we get caught up in the technology, but I think it's you got to scale it back to just like a really human level, like how mm-hmm. how you know we're we're all humans and how how can we help each other? I mean that's mm-hmm. really what we should be trying to do, and how can we utilize this technology to help other people? So. Um, you know, community people's community building is bringing people together, creating platforms, creating spaces where people can come and talk and collaborate and figure things out and connect and and get stuff done and move the space forward. So that's uh, that's uh, that's what we're going to try to do. We're just trying to create those those spaces for people to do that. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, you did mention just now that people focus too much on the technology, but I do want to touch really quickly on tools. Tools, yeah. So you mentioned LinkedIn as a community building tool, and I know that you love it, and that's perfect. But obviously, a lot is happening on Twitter and Discord. And is it important to pick the perfect channel, the perfect tool, or... I think it is. I mean, for me, I picked LinkedIn because that's just where my tribe is. That's where my voice speaks loudest. I, I feel most comfortable. So I always just felt like people on LinkedIn are trying to do things on a more professional level. I mean, obviously, there's going to be bad actors on any platform. But in general, LinkedIn is pretty curated. It's it's it's, I, it's some of the most genuine, authentic, real people. Uh, Twitter, I don't understand so much. So I mean, I I, I have a Twitter account. I my LinkedIn posts get posted there, but I, I really spend almost zero time engaging the community there. I feel like, um, yeah, link, uh, LinkedIn for me is the, the best place. I've doubled down on my commitment to it. I, I've had opportunities to look at other building out on other platforms, but LinkedIn has just it's been so wonderful for me. And I, you know, all the almost all the people that attend our Good Morning Web three live events are from LinkedIn. Uh, you know, almost all the partnership opportunities I get at Land Vault through LinkedIn, almost all the guests I've gotten from my NFT podcast, LinkedIn. So I do not work for LinkedIn, but I'm telling you, LinkedIn, <laughs> LinkedIn, LinkedIn. So yeah, yeah, I think you just have to pick the social platform that's best for you. Uh, some people, you know, they're, they're, they, their content speaks better on Instagram. Some people it's TikTok. I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm I, I do have a goal to like expand my content offering to try to build community on another platform this year. So um, I'm toying around with maybe, I don't know anything about TikTok, but people just continue to tell me that it could be super interesting. It, it's also maybe an opportunity to try to show a different side of my personality. Cause mm-hmm. obviously on LinkedIn, I'm, I'm sort of very pegged into like kind of one kind of uh, side of my personality. I have to sort of stay within a certain lane and not get too cute. So, um, but yeah, maybe I, I could show some other parts of my personality on a TikTok uh, or an Instagram. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of toy around with that and maybe, you know, do some like, you know, obviously there it's more visual, so there'll be more video content, but uh, yeah, uh, let's go LinkedIn. Yeah. That's it. That's uh, that's it. I, I, I don't know how many more times I can tell you I'm a, I love LinkedIn, but I do love LinkedIn. So no, that's great. Yeah. I, I'm just thinking about all of your titles. Yeah. You've got top voice of LinkedIn and soon yeah. be TikTok influencer. <laughs> yeah. TikTok influencer. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, you know, the, 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 the big community one, you know, obviously we, we should probably just uh, address it is that, you know, obviously discord and that's obviously been uh a big uh kind of tool for building community i think it's terrible to be honest with you i i it was a you know it's a video game chat app charles atkins and uh myself he he helped uh create uh good morning web 3 live 
but we've really been working behind the scenes on trying to create a uh, a better Discord. So I think that's a, that's a massive opportunity. It's terrible. Most big brands don't want anything to do with Discord. There's so many security issues. It's not user friendly. It doesn't have the right tools and on ramps to build community. It's a hot mess. I, I don't care what anybody says. I think they're on Series H financing. They're running out of letters in the alphabet. But it's it's a terrible place to build community. I don't advocate it for all. I I, I have to use it to in to, for certain. Uh, things but I, I i don't like it at all i just don't i think it's terrible actually so and i just don't, i don't think that that is the that is the community building platform that is going to cr- result in mass consumer adoption so that's a, it's a massive massive blue ocean opportunity i think to, to to find a better discord uh you know i i have some ideas of what that would look like uh charles uh you know Atkins, my colleague at Landwall, he has mm-hmm. a, a million ideas on as well. But yeah, that's that that talk about the tool that probably needs to go away for that next wave of uh, growth in the space is that's one of them. I think it's a uh, it's just uh it's just it's it's not the right tool to build community. Yeah. Okay. Good. And I mean, you, yeah, yeah, trust me. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people that uh, trust me. I, I'm not here to bash on Discord, but. Um, <laughs> But there's just a lot of people that have issues with it. I don't think it's like yeah. the feedback is not typically strong. So so you should listen. Yeah, well, when we talk about UX and UI of the whole space, it, in, in, it includes that. Yeah, right? so. yeah. So I'm sure you've heard plenty of uh, critiques on it as well. So Yeah, but we have our own Discord community as well, and it, it's pretty strong, does well. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure it is. I'm sure, you know, it's, it, I'm sure it is. Um yeah, so I mean, it's fine for now. I mean, I think it's fine. I feel like it's a band aid for you know, it's we're still so early, but I, I, I trust me, there's Fair plenty enough. of people working on on uh, better social uh, community building tools. So yeah, well, we'll definitely keep our eyes out for that. Yeah, cool. So obviously, being a creator slash influencer that you are, right? Could you give yep. any advice specifically to people who are looking to build? basically like you did um any advice yeah no yeah besides all, I, I would just say start doing it now just start get do do that first twitter post or linkedin post or go to that first in real life event just start getting out there and like engaging with people so that's my best advice it's there's a lot of great information out there, whether it's uh, it's on LinkedIn or whether. Um, yeah, I mean, like you know, this, LinkedIn has so much like like Reed Smith, which is a big law firm in the UK. They just came out with their guide to the metaverse. It's amazing. It's over 100 pages. It's like it breaks it down um, kind of the A, a to Z of what what is happening uh, in, in Web3. And, and, it, and it tackles it from a legal perspective, which is super interesting as well. But, um, yeah, it's a free guide. It's 120 pages. There's free right there. There's there's a free guide just to get your, your feet wet. There's um, I know uh, Vayner 3, uh, I think that's what their new name is. It used to be Vayner NFT. But um, they created a guide with, uh, I believe, Reddit, uh, another amazing guide. It's like the A to Zs of uh nfts there's obviously all the great stuff from a16z they have uh they're uh i feel i don't know they've renamed it i don't know is it this crypto school or whatever but they have a ton of amazing resources for videos and content so um and then you know also a, a cheat of mine that i always recommend is you could just set google alerts for like nfts web3 whatever whatever it is like metaverse whatever that specific uh 
information as you're looking to uh, kind of, uh, you know, gather um, as you're, you're learning more about the space. Uh, that's an easy one because you'll just get a daily alert of all the the top articles. So, I mean, those are some easy ones. Obviously, listening to podcasts like NFT Heat or um, there's a bunch of other great ones. Um, easy, easy, easy kind of uh, way to, uh, to to learn more about the space. But, yeah, those, um, those are – yeah, learn, like learn, learn as much as you can. Just start absorbing information, um, engaging with people on different social platforms, building relationships, and uh, you're off to the races. But yeah, you just got to start, just start, just start. Like literally, what are you waiting for? Like, why wouldn't you just start today? Do a post, engage or engage with other people on post, reach out, just like start getting involved. That's it, you know, and whether that's uh, interacting with people, learning, whatever it is, just start, stop, don't think about it anymore. You probably spent more time thinking about it. All that time you started thinking about it, you could have been learning and developing relationships and growing. Life advice right there. <laughs> life advice. Yep. That's it. That's what I'm all about. <laughs> Getting everybody pumped up on life. So <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Anything that you'd like to plug specifically? Uh, no, I think I've plugged everything pretty well, right? We, we, we plug LinkedIn, even though I think so. I, I, we plug LinkedIn really well. Uh, I mean, Land Vault again, you know, I mean, obviously it's, uh, it's you know, we're doing just amazing things at Land Vault. So, I mean, I guess I, I, I would just give a, a big shout out to Sam Huber, our CEO, who's the best CEO I've ever worked with. We have a really amazing team. Really, I re- really work with some of the most amazing people. We're doing some just amazing things at Land Vault. So uh, if you're a big brand or IP looking to get in the Web3, we really believe that the metaverse is the perfect entry point. We have a team of talented, talented builders. We we have an amazing creative team. We'll come up with a really great um, idea for you um, and we'll build it out in different milestones. Uh, we really look at it as building a business together, not just trying to sell you a, a metaverse build. So it's a very collaborative process uh, We'll make it uh, very painless. Uh, you'll learn and grow with us uh, together. But yeah, that's 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 our real focus right now is just um, getting amazing brands and IPs into the metaverse. And uh, we don't believe there's, there's any company in the world better positioned than ourselves. We also have a, a, an amazing uh, metaverse Web3 tech stack that it's part of that offering. So we have analytics where perspective uh, people that are either buying or renting land can really analyze the ROI on what they're uh, they're building and uh, yeah it's just uh, it's exciting exciting time so uh, yeah and, and obviously just you know you can check me out on LinkedIn John J-O-H-N Kraski K-R-A-S-K-I that's that is the best place to interact with me so if uh, you can message me uh, you know like pro tip you a lot of people try to email message me but you actually have a probably a better chance just commenting one of my posts and I'll probably probably reach out because of that more than likely than just the email because i my email box is flooded with hundreds of messages a day so it's just it's overwhelming and i don't get to most of them so that's what i did i just reached out to you on linkedin so uh, yeah i don't even remember how we met to be honest. yeah okay i i i, I, I literally have yeah, no idea how we met LinkedIn. so there we go we met on linkedin shocker shocker see there we go proving that linkedin the power of linkedin love it love it very last thing here. All right. Who should we have on Benley Expert Talks next? I mean, did you guys reach out to Charles Atkins, my colleague, or Sam cool. Huber, my CEO? Both of them are great. I can connect you to both of them. I like – have you had Sandra H. of Zillica? She's amazing. Uh, Susanna Esteban of FTI Consulting is amazing. Brianna Fay of Meta Architects <laughs> is amazing. Um <laughs> 
This is what happens uh, when you talk to the LinkedIn guy. Yeah. Um, uh, I think Asha, uh, Asha Susan Cherian, she's a, a major advocate for uh, product management and Web3. She's great. I like Renji Bajoy of Immersed. I like, wow, do you want me to keep going? I mean, I could go. I could probably give you a hundred <laughs> names. Mean, you could probably keep going. I'm sure you could. Yeah. I, I mean, think you've I given mean, us a really good starting place. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. And obviously, Avery Akinini of Vayner3 is amazing. She was on podcast. There's obviously the usual suspects, Kathy Hackle. She was on our podcast as well. She's great. Uh, this isn't usually how uh, I end the podcast, but if you want, you can right, just right. keep going yeah. and I'll uh, keep going. Out. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, just keep naming, <laughs> naming awesome guests for your future uh, podcast. But yeah, yeah. No, it's a. Uh, Happy to connect with anybody that I've had on. Um, I'm always trying. The one thing we try to do with our podcast for sure is. Uh, is we've done a really good job. I mean, I would say almost half our guests have been female, which is pretty unheard uh, of. So we've uh, we've really tried to be inclusive, either yeah, a female or just a diverse uh, voices. So um, we actually even had these um, uh, these guys on from um, Pride Icons, which was an LGBTQ. Uh, I always get this wrong. LGBTQ. Um, project which benefited a lot of their causes so um that was super cool never seen anything like that in the space um um so that that was cool but um yeah i just i trying to have different voices and and just trying to make sure it's inclusive that everybody's heard so um yeah happy happy to connect you to any or all of those people but yeah it's um it's 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 fun that's what i i love doing i i think that's why i try to do as many podcasts you just develop really cool relationships with amazing people like yourself and uh yeah that and, oh, and that and that's and that's that's another form of building community so i'll leave it at that well thank you so much you've given us so much information i really appreciate your time so thanks for squeezing us into all the the various things you've got going on <laughs> you're welcome you're welcome yeah this is fine i am uh I'm, I'm, I'm honored that you thought of me and yeah Happy to, happy to promote this whenever you release it. So Perfect. Great. Well, thanks again. Thank you. If you liked today's episode, please rate, follow, or subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you really like our content, join our Discord community, where there's always good conversation, exciting news, and live AMAs. Thanks for listening.